The International PharmaTalks podcast is powered by ELS Solutions Group. If you would like to engage directly with ELS Solutions and receive advisory from regulatory, distribution, or pipeline in international business, please visit elssolutions.com.br slash en. Welcome to the International Pharma Talks podcast. I'm your host, Diogo Souza Martins, and in this podcast, we will dive deep into the world of healthcare international business, where you will learn strategies and action plans to help you navigate through your internationalization program and achieve the best results. Welcome to the International Pharma Talks podcast. As always, I'm your host, Diogo Souza Martins. And in this podcast, we'll talk about how to manage the internationalization process in order to broaden your perspective on the internationalization science and best practices so you can make better informed decisions. Don't forget to subscribe for more podcasts about the hot topics in pharma and medtech every week. And as always, if you want to connect with me, please send out an email to podcast at tlssolutions.com.br and you'll have an answer from me in 24 hours. Globalization is characterized by the expansion and deepening of the capitalist system, free market, free competition, among others, throughout the entire world. Economically, Internationalization can refer to a company that, by branching out into international markets, increases its footprint or captures greater market share outside of its country of origin, generating different types of flows, like commercial, financial and of knowledge, among different countries. It also describes the process of designing products to meet the needs of users in many countries or designing them so they can be easily modified to achieve this goal. The global corporate trend towards internationalization has helped push the world economy into a state of globalization in which economies throughout the world become highly interconnected. The number of multinational companies has increased significantly in recent times. This increase has been facilitated by technological advances in transportation, information and communication technologies, in addition to the liberalization of investment and trade that accompanied the structural reforms of the last third of the 20th century. This movement of economic globalization allows all companies in the world to face strong competition a constant and progressive need to innovate, and a tendency to equalize international business. This is an indication that society is part of a global environment which is in continuous change with a large competence that forces to realize an important effort of analysis and identification of the capacities, abilities, and research of the competitive advantages. This action will make it possible to establish the best strategy for growth, penetration or consolidation in a given market, thus allowing to reach the organization's goal. 
Internationalization goes beyond the sale of products and services in a global structure. It also requires the direct participation of companies from other countries and pipeline research. It is a strategy that requires great reflection on the present and future of the company. Planning, organizing, staffing, directing and controlling are basic functions of management. Given the peculiar characteristics of international business, this function always requires as well some changes in implementation. Before entering a foreign market, to say an example, the company faces a lot of questions and problems that have to be solved. Entering in a new market does not only mean new opportunities, but also a totally new situation with a new environment and cultures. The success of the firm depends on its products offered and how well the firm is able to differentiate the product or service from what the competitors offer. After the selection of the market has been done, the company has to decide how to approach the foreign market. A firm can, for example, choose to sell directly to the final consumer, to sell indirectly through distributors and or agents, or to produce locally in those foreign countries. There are several methods of internationalization, but I will only mention a few here. Export-based methods for internationalization. Most of them are considered to be non-equity-based methods for internationalization, which are broken down into one indirect exporting, when this happens when a firm does not itself undertake any special international activity, but rather operates through intermediaries, or direct exporting, when it involves a firm in distributing and selling its own products to the foreign markets, or non-equity-based methods for internationalization, which often take the form of licensing, if it is an agreement to arrange whereby a licensor grants the rights to intangible property to a licensee for a specified time, or franchising, which is basically a specialized form of licensing in which the franchisor not only sells intangible property to the franchisee, but also insists that the franchisee agree to abide by the strict rules as to how it does business. Or other contractual modes of internationalization, uh, such as management contracting, technical service agreements, or contract-based partnerships. Then there is the equity-based methods for internationalization, which is essentially refers to the use of foreign direct investment by the firms as a means of competing internationally in the modern global economy. This includes joint ventures, for instance, that involve creating a new entity in which both the initiating partners take active roles in formulating strategy and making decisions, or acquisitions and greenfield investments. Uh, the firm owns 100% of the stocks or shares, uh, and then there is establishing this wholly owned subsidiary that can be done in two ways either set up a new operation in that country, what is commonly called Greenfield Venture, or to acquire an established firm in that host nation and use that firm to promote its products. The other 
categories to do alliances or strategic alliances uh, that often refer to cooperative agreements between potential or actual competitors or some form of consortia which involve bringing together different companies to pull resources into an integrative organizational design. Some overlap with alliances, but consortia usually occur across many firms and sectors. We can have the Karetsus, a Japanese consortia, or Cables, the South Korean consortium, or any other type of consortium. The important thing is that by expanding the companies present overseas, companies will have access to significantly conquer and attracting more customers. This is particularly true in large developing countries with rising middle classes and nations that are signatories to free trade agreements. Small or medium-sized enterprises are increasingly entering into this economic strategy as well. According to the European Central Bank, more than a third of these small or medium-sized enterprises and a quarter of the micro-firms in the EU were exporters in 2018. This bank also found that exporting small and mid-sized enterprises tend to be more profitable and innovative than non-exporting ones. In the US, 9% of American small business exports this figure comes from a 2019 survey conducted by the US Chamber of Commerce, which is pretty daunting and, and quite revealing. The development of a project management thoughts and practice of an institutional level is especially vital for the international expansion. It is, in its turn, a phenomenon that does not fit well into predetermined categories of ideas, as it may occur in many different ways depending on internal and external factors. However, there is an overall agreement on the specialized literature on the fact that it is not a temporary process within the organization, neither a fad that may likely change. Internationalization is becoming increasingly more a reality for organizations of all sizes, and it has to be seen as a continuous and systematic drive to organization to ensure competitiveness and survival. The internationalization process, no matter the size of the organization, is always complex and challenging, but being exposed to the realities outside the company's country of origin may even spark innovations, upgrades, or efficiencies for products and services. The peculiarities of both the country of entry and destination are really crucial. In relation to the characteristics relating to the country of destination, the most advisable input mode will vary depending on the potential for market growth, for instance, the quality of infrastructures, the competitive structure of the sector to which the company belongs in that new market, the social or cultural peculiarities of that market, any political risk and so forth. In relation to the characteristics related to the country of origin, the chosen mode of entry will depend on the production cost, for instance, or the degree of competition in the market of origin of the company. As in relates to the characteristics related to the company itself, 
The chosen input mode will depend on, for sure, its size or the possession of valuable intangible assets such as brands or patents. Uh, the objectives that the company wishes to achieve with its internationalization or the capabilities of the company itself in terms of personnel, directives, competitive capabilities, and so forth, or even the level of aversion to risk. As mentioned before, a thorough knowledge of the country of choice is essential to establish the necessary steps to expand the company's operations. Partnerships with local companies can help establish a more accurate and secure plan consistent with the company's objective. As always, please be sure to secure yourself and get hold of your destination country advisory firm, which will have the capability to assist you through the process and help you make the best decision. Should you need further information or insights on this internationalization topic, please reach out to me at podcast at tlssolutions.com.br. Thank you for joining us on this episode of International Pharma Talks podcast. For more episodes and to subscribe, rate and leave a review, please direct to iTunes or Spotify. If you wish to develop your international program or to register or distribute your products in another market, please consult elssolutions.com.br/en.